Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 216 of the Life Needs Order podcast. The Law of Attraction and A Tale of Two Thought Systems. You've heard me talk about this a lot because it's essentially the crux of personal growth work is conscious choice about what we believe when you really think about it, which is kind of a good thing that because... A lot of people whose personal growth is on hold because they don't have the time to meditate or do yoga or read books or whatever. It's like, yeah, all that's part of it and we'll probably do that, but that's not the actual crux of the work. It doesn't actually require any time. It's all in our head, basically, when you think about it. But anyway, that's why I talk about it a lot because, again, our the crux of personal growth work is nothing more than conscious choice about what we believe. And there's essentially two thought systems, the ego thought system and the thought system, I usually refer to it as spirit, but you might like the uh, another word like God or source or infinite mind or Jesus or whatever, whatever floats your boat. The, the, the core concept is the same regardless of the terminology. So there's two thought systems, ego thought system, which is unless you were raised by people that were really in spirit, you probably that's the thought system you were kind of entrained with and ingrained into you and has been, you know, running your life. For most of it. And then, you know, ego thought system. We all have a mind. We all have that ego part of ourselves. It's not very pleasant, right? There's a lot of fear and anger and grievances and all these limitations and thinking that, again, make us feel all these terrible feelings, namely fear. That's essentially like Course in Miracles would say there's basically two feelings, fear and love, right? every other emotion when you think about it fear is probably the root of why we're getting angry why we're sad why we're uh, anxious or whatever so ego thought system you know not really our friend its intentions are good to some degree i guess it thinks it's protecting us or it thinks how it looks at the world is is good for us in some way but as you learn these other teachings and your mind expands you start to see oh yeah this isn't a great way to think especially law of attraction manifesting perspective, ego thought system is not very manifesting friendly, right? Thinking about competition and again, lack, not enough to go around, uh, your past experiences um, fucked you up in some way and you have this irreparable emotional damage and you can't fix it and then, you know, that means your future is going to be messed up. All the mind seizes the past, so it has this expectation that things are going to be the same in the future, You've never had a good relationship, so you probably never will have one. You've always struggled with money. You grew up poor. The people in your life, they're just poverty, and you grew up with around people that were poor, and that was just kind of like your lot in life. You'll probably always be poor. You've tried to lose the, you've tried to lose this weight 20 times already. You're probably not going to ever succeed, no matter what you do in the future. You've been stuck in this dead-end job forever. All you've had is a string of dead-end jobs. You'll probably never get a better job, right? So from a manifesting Perspective in particular, ego thought system is is not very helpful and anyone serious about changing their life by way of energetic transformation, you got to be willing to uh, to question all that and be willing to, you know, have a willingness to be like, do I want to try and see if there's another way? And then we have spirit thought system, spirit thought system, that thought system feels really good to believe the things spirit would tell you, you know, spirit Again, God, universe, whatever term, you know, works for you. It's kind of basically the same idea of like this, there's this force that's kind of influencing time and space that 
you know, it's benevolent and disinterested, though. We always remember it's neutral process. It, it can't punish and reward and all of that. It's just, you know, neutral feedback. But, you know, there's a benevolence to it. There's this idea that it, it arranges things for the highest good. Spirit would tell you there's no such thing as scarcity or competition. Spirit would tell you nothing that has ever happened to you can actually damage you. Spirit would tell you there's a part of you, the spirit in you, big you, whatever, again, your soul, whatever you think of it as. That part of you is impossible of being hurt or damaged. It is untouched by anything that has ever happened to you because that part of you sees how things really are. And it's like... Oh, yeah, that's anything that would happen is like, no, that's fine. It's no problem. That problem, yeah, it's probably, yeah, we can fix that. No big deal. Oh, that thing you think about yourself, oh, that's not true. <laughs> oh, your, um, whatever you think about other people, your perceptions of them, none of that's true either. Or that feel bad, make you feel angry or whatever. Spirit thought system's great. Spirit's like, everything's good. Everything always has been good. Again, no matter what's happened to you, you're fine. You, that doesn't, it doesn't mean, these experiences don't mean any of the things you're saying that they mean. You can change your life at any moment. Um, if your whole life is just a reflection of your internal world, you have total control of your internal world. Again, you get to choose what you believe. You get to choose your perceptions. You get to choose how you feel about something. When I say choosing how you feel, I don't necessarily mean you can avoid these kind of automatic kind of unconscious reactions that might happen immediately when something happens, there's kind of this trigger that gets this like button that gets pushed and like, it just comes and it's not even your awareness. It just, this reaction just comes up. But once that happens then we get to choose like, okay, do I linger in that or do I uh, try to pivot? And of course, I always stress when I talk about stuff like that, I don't mean trying to suppress your negative feelings. That's another thing spirit would say. You have crafted your whole life to avoid pain and minimize pain. And everything your mind wants is to, so those buttons aren't pushed, that pain isn't rustled up. And the spirit thought system would be like, that pain is, first of all, they'd be like, well, that pain is not really necessary because this, that's coming from, you're thinking about something in a way that hurts and it's not true. And the, the spirit thought system would be like, oh, there's great value in pain. Because again, your feelings don't come out of nowhere. 10 people could have the same exact experience and feel 10 different ways about it, have 10 completely different perceptions about it. How would that be? They all experience the same thing. Because it's never the experience, right? It's, it's the perception, it's the story, that filter, and that filter, everyone has that unique filter based on their own mix of insecurities, belief system, life experience, religious upbringing, uh, where they grew up, blah, all right, the list could go on and on and on. So spirit would be like, wow, negative feelings, especially again, from a manifesting LOA perspective, I always like, always kind of tie it to that. Cause I know for a lot of people, all of this work is, you know, it just is what it is. We're concerned with our ego, mind, personality, self, body, and we're very want things in this experience to be good for you. And we want certain things. Again, that's fine, right? But obviously, we start to realize that the emotional healing, the well-being, that's we're better off making that our true priority, understanding ego, personality, self-concerns are a natural byproduct of that work and all of that's taken care of and we don't have to worry. But anyway, right? 
So from an LOA manifesting perspective, exploring our negative feelings are very helpful because, again, the feelings are coming from somewhere. They're not, again, like people react differently to all sorts of circumstances, so it's not actually the circumstance. There's a story, there's a meaning, there's a conclusion the mind has drawn, and it results in either a feeling, it'll feel good or it's going to feel bad, essentially. So spirit, again, would be like, oh, bad feelings, Gold mine there, lots of insight there because that's your ticket to exploring your belief system aspects, you know, getting a better sense of your, your self-image, how you feel about yourself, your self-concept. They'd be like, yeah, that, that pain is welcome that, embrace it, let it up, be with it. It's not, it's not a bad thing. The point of life, you look at how much pain you're causing yourself by trying to avoid pain and crafting your whole life around trying to avoid pain. How's that working for you? Spirit would be like, that's nonsense. They're just feelings. There's great value in those feelings. Those feelings are very powerful messengers. So again, spirit thought system, all of your emotional pain, it's not this thing that's some kind of nuisance or inconvenience or getting in the way of your happiness and ruining everything for you. It's like, oh, all of dealing with all that shit, exploring that, that's a direct route to getting all the stuff I want internally, the emotional healing, feeling more at peace, feeling less stress, all that warm, fuzzy stuff. And then again, ego, personality, self-concerns, the money, the boyfriend, losing the weight, getting a better job, blah, blah, blah. Again, natural byproduct, no reason for that stuff not to happen. So again, essentially, there's a tale of two thought systems. And the crux of our work is we decide which thought system we entertain. That's all it is. That's really the core personal growth work. And anything we do to support that inner transformation, awesome. Yoga, meditation, reading spiritual texts, right? We need, we need to learn stuff we don't know yet. So obviously that's going to be part of our journey is, is uh, you know, turning to people that, that teach these things and talk about these things and offer these new perspectives, of course. Most of us, we probably do need to support that inner transformation with external things like Again, yoga, meditating, exercising, because those things for the average person, it's going to feel good to do that stuff. And anything that improves your emotional health is obviously going to be helpful in this journey. It gives you a little bit of stability. But, at the, but the real true crux, the real true core of this work is that choice between two thought systems. That's really it. And on one hand, that's challenging because you have to really be aware of what's going on inside. And you have to be willing to get in your own head and explore and sit with your shit. And, and be brutally honest about, you know, where you are and all of that, right? So in that sense, it's unpleasant. But in another sense, it's a relief of like, okay, so this isn't a journey that's like I have to find hours and hours a day to like devote to my growth. And, you know, I have to make sure I can meditate and do yoga every day. And if I don't do that or if I don't go on, I have to go on retreats and seminars. It's like, no, yeah, all of that, wonderful. That's not the true crux though. So to me... I was like, well, that was kind of a relief when I realized like this, this, the, the core of this process isn't like action oriented. You can't do it right or wrong. It doesn't require a minimum uh, amount of time you devote to it. It's all essentially in your head of like making that choice. And a lot of us, if we really pay attention day to day, naturally, we're probably going to see, yeah, I'm, I'm opting for ego thought system most of the time. And it's understandable in one regard. That's the thought system you are abiding by your whole life. There's a lot of long shadows cast there. There's a lot of deep grooves. There's just habitual reactions to things without really thinking what's going on. Like I said before, these automatic emotional responses to stuff that happens again that have been locked and loaded because it's, it's conditioning and it's habit because that's how you've always reacted to that stuff. 
So a big part of this, you know, I always like to say, if you want to think of it as a tool, awareness is our most powerful tool for this sort of work because that's where everything starts. You start becoming aware of how deeply ingrained you are into ego thought system and how much you are looking at things through that filter. And it's like, wow, that's actually pretty painful. So then spirit thought system comes into your awareness and you're learning you study whatever it is you study, A Course in Miracles, Abraham Hicks, Byron Katie, whatever, talking about the mind and energy and all these different, all these different people, right? All these different, all these different angles. So yeah, you start learning and you're like, huh, interesting. I never really thought of it that way. Intuitively on a heart level, you're like, it would feel good to think this way. If I was the type of person that actually believed this stuff and these perspectives these ideas actually informed who I was as a human being and informed my choices, my habits, my behaviors, how I interact with other people. That'd be pretty sweet. And guess what? You can do that. But it's a, we have to make that conscious choice. And the ego mind, of course, is not going to like this because it's like, well, if you don't listen to me and like see things my way, like I kind of can't control you anymore. I don't really like that. All of this business about feeling better now and getting happy now, I don't know about that either. I mean, I'm used to your pain motivating everything we do. I, I bank on your pain. That's what that's the, the straw that stirs the drink here. I need you to hate your body so you try to that's the only way you'll try to lose weight. And can't you have loving your body and appreciating your body? I can't you have have you focusing on the positive things about your job right now to raise your vibe. You hate this job. I need you to hate it so you get a new one. I can't have you liking it and then decide you're gonna stay. I can't do that. I can't let you feel abundant now, even though you don't have as much money as I want us to have. Some arbitrary amount I've probably decided means something. Then you'll stop trying to get money. I need you to feel like you need it and to think about how miserable your life is because you don't have money and how much better everything would be if you had money. I can't let you feel abundant now and appreciative now of what you already have, right? So spirit thought system, huge threat to the ego. So of course it's going to be very, it's going to put up a good fight of keeping you from embracing that thought system. And here's the thing, the mind's very crafty, the mind's very good at doing this. We've had so much experience that quote unquote proves ego thought systems perceptions of like, you know, different scarcity, competition, people suck, everyone sucks, this, this, that. Um, so yeah, and again, this come, this is where choice factors in too. Again, this work is essentially choice. And that's a good thing because it's easy to make choices in that sense because you get to decide. No one can make your choices for you with these internal choices about your thought system. No one can control that. It's an amazing thing. So then we decide, okay, my mind's presenting a really good argument right now that supports its, um, supports its, its thinking. And you're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And we do that all the time. We're used to our pain and discomfort. That's another part of it. So that's, you know, we tend to embrace the familiar again, even if it feels badly. And it can feel hard to try to make these shifts. And one of the reasons that it's hard is because the key to really making those shifts in thinking is dealing with all the bad feelings that the ego thought system created. That's the only way to kind of break the chain is we let out the emotion and then we can see more clearly. We see like, oh yeah, you know what? I see things more clearly. I see things as they really are now. Yeah. Spirit thought system, you know what? I'm I'm really I mean it. I'm I'm really gonna try to get on board with that. I'm serious about that. So that's another thing too. Again, spirit would be like feeling your feelings and letting out the anger, crying, beautiful, wonderful, glorious. Do it. That's where all your healing is. 
Let out all that shit that's weighing you down. Awesome. Again, ego thought system doesn't see the pain as something to be dealt with or embraced or, or explored. It's like, oh, I don't like that. I want to feel that. Let me just try to keep changing the outside so we minimize that. I don't like how it feels that you don't have money, so let's get more money. I don't like how it feels that you don't have a boyfriend, so let's get you a boyfriend. I don't like how it feels to look this way, so let's lose weight. I don't like how it feels to be in this job, so let's get a better job, right? The mind is just, it doesn't get it. It doesn't understand that your circumstances really aren't why you feel the way you feel. And it's not interested in exploring that. It doesn't care. Because it's, it's not about, it doesn't care about you really healing or actually being happy. It just cares about keeping pain dormant by arranging outside circumstances in such a way that it believes will accomplish that goal. And operating from pain minimizing mode, if like most of you, right, that's what we were doing our whole lives. It creates more pain, right? When you think about it, that's the funny thing about it. Living from that mode actually creates more pain. It's like I remember reading in a book kind of talking about this and he gave a kind of an analogy or a metaphor. I don't really know. But uh, talking about if you have a thorn in your hand, what would spirit would be like, oh, you got to get that shit out. You got to remove it. It'll, it'll hurt, but you'll feel better after. But ego thought system would be like, he was talking about the thorn remaining in the person's hand and then just like going about life every day, trying to avoid like bumping into it and disturbing it. But then you still have this painful injury. But then you're like, um, instead of taking it out, let me just, you know, walk around and try to avoid bumping it into stuff and having stuff touch it. It's like, that's crazy. But that's kind of what the mind, that's what the mind does. It's like, let's not get to the root of these wounds. Let's just keep them from getting like super infected and like, you know, doing too much damage. And we'll just try to, you know, avoid disturbing it. It's like, that's silly. But again, that's what the mind wants to do with your emotional health. Again, because it doesn't care if you're happy or not. It doesn't really actually want you to be happy, probably, in the sense that what would create true happiness for you is like that shift in thinking that, like I said before, it's like, I don't want you to think that way. That's a huge threat to me. Because your mind doesn't understand that that way of thinking is actually the fastest path to getting all the stuff it thinks is so important. That's why I talk about the mind a lot, because the mind is our only problem. The mind does not understand how this process works. And because it doesn't understand it, and it actually thinks it will give you the opposite of what it will actually give you. It's like, I don't want you to do that. But again, it comes down to a choice. And we get countless opportunities to practice making that choice every day. Because the whole point of, of changing our inner world, right, is to kind of change how we move through the world, kind of change our day-to-day -day experience, right? We want to kind of be different. We want our life to be different. So we have countless opportunities every day to choose between the two thought systems. And, the, and every time we choose spirit thought system, we build a momentum. That way of thinking becomes more natural to us. It doesn't feel so foreign. And like we're tr consciously trying to make ourselves feel that way or like we're faking it. So for example, something happens in the day. Someone does something. It gets you really angry. And then you're angry about your anger. And your mind, of course, is mind's very simplistic in its thinking. It's like, well, it's their fault I feel that way. I didn't feel this way before. Then they said or did this thing, and now I feel angry, right? The mind's just kind of very simple in that way. It's like, well, I felt that way after they did that, so of course it's their fault. That's like to your mind, that's end of discussion. There's no, there's no investigating. That cause and effect is very clear, right? But so ego thought system would tell you that's it's their fault, 
What would spirit thought system tell you in that thing? Spirit thought system will be like, remember that one piece of nugget of wisdom that all spiritual teachers pretty much talk about ad nauseum, how other people aren't responsible for your feelings? Remember that? Maybe let's think about that. Let's take a beat and think what's really happening. Why do I feel angry right now? It wasn't the circumstance. The circumstance pushed some kind of button. I want to talk about this. I'm not talking about analyzing every little thing that happens to you and every thought and feeling you have throughout the day. But big picture, you do have to pay more attention to all of this stuff because that's where all the insight, that's where all the knowledge comes from. That's, you know, you have to think about it. So you think about, okay, what really made me angry about this? And then you might think, okay, it's not actually the circumstance, but in this circumstance, I um, realize that I have an issue with when I feel like people are disrespecting me and I have really low self-esteem. And then when people do that to me, it triggers that and it makes me feel like people look it down on me or they think less of me. And you're like, oh, interesting. So it wasn't about the guy that just like my coworker that just kind of like dismissed me when I asked him something. It was like that dismissal triggered my low self-esteem that really gets triggered by when I feel like people like don't like pay attention to me or take me seriously or listen to me. Oh, interesting. Okay. So then when we recognize, so right, that's one example, spirit thought system. You're going through a challenging time right now, just in general, and you're really stuck in ego thought system with feeling sorry for yourself and being resistant to the pain, fighting against what is, all of that, right? All that feels terrible. It adds a whole extra 10 layers of suffering. What would spirit thought system tell you? Um, whatever story you're telling about this circumstance uh, probably isn't true. Challenging times are an amazing opportunity for personal growth, emotional exploration, emotional healing, interchange, energetic transformation that, again, will benefit you getting all of your stuff. I know that's the core thing here. I get it. That's what spirit would say. So then we get to choose. It's like, well, spirit, spirit's perception on that, on challenging times, that feels a lot better than ego thought systems, perception of challenging times, which make the challenging times feel even more challenging. Spirit's thought system will make a challenging time feel a lot less challenging. Because imagine me seeing it as an opportunity for growth. Imagine me seeing it as an opportunity to explore energetic feedback of my inner world and maybe get a sense of why this may have happened. A lot of negative emotions are being brought up right now. Again, helpful messengers. What's going on there? An opportunity to really do some purging of some deep emotional shit because I feel really charged by this experience. Lots of crying, lots of angry punching of pillows or screaming, whatever. That will probably feel really good, actually. That will probably be really good for me. Yeah, spirit thought system. I might, yeah, I probably want to go with spirit on this one. So again, that's really the crux of our work is we have these two thought systems and we're tasked with choosing between them. And then, and uh, what I'm about to say is another thing I've said a lot because it needs reminding a lot of people. Then the question becomes, okay, well, what, how do I know to trust spirit thought system? How do I know that's true? And that what my ego thinks isn't true. And this is where trust and faith and willingness come into play. Because in the beginning of this journey, the only thing you really have to go on is your emotional intuitive resonance with these things that these people are talking about. Whether it's me on this podcast or some spiritual master from 2,000 years ago, like the Buddha or Christ, right? Or all these different, and when I say that I'm not comparing myself to putting them in the same category, just making a point of like all these different places that the information can come from. That's all you have to go on. 
and uh, emotion, um, Abraham Hicks, Hicks has talked about this. I think they kind of refer to it as an emotional guidance system, where basically, like, your feelings are a means of communication, like spirit, God, whatever. Your emotions are a way to communicate truth to you. It's like your emotional responses help you evaluate information. And again, this is where trust and faith come in, because if you want to look at it all from a logical perspective, you'll hit a wall very quickly. You won't get very far in this work. This work is not of the mind. It's not of the intellect. So you have to ask yourself, okay, I'm, this is another thing I'm being told that, again, I don't have quote unquote proof for. I'm being told that my feelings are a guidance system. And I'm being told that things that feel good, that, uh, that resonance, that intuitive, like I feel like a truth has been exposed here. I feel like I've actually already known this. This makes sense to me on an intuitive heart level, even if my mind doesn't get it, even if I haven't been living this way. There's something about it that feels familiar to me and right. I'm being told to trust that feeling. That the good stuff, that good feeling means this is truth. All these spiritual laws, all these different things these spiritual teachers talk about, this is truth. And then the bad, so then it follows that the things that feel badly are not true. Ego thought system. There's nothing in ego thought system that really feels good. Even things meant to make you feel good still feel bad. Like talking shit about other people to feel better about yourself. But do you actually truly feel better? It's like, no, not really, right? So it's like, okay, I trust that feeling. Because again, that's all you have to go on. There has to be faith, trust, willingness. This work requires heaps of that from us, especially in the beginning. So then if you say to yourself, okay, I'm willing to trust my feelings as a guidance system. And I trust that my emotional responses to things is an accurate, valid means of evaluating whether that statement is true or not true. Spirit thought system, all that shit feels really good. I'm going to trust that maybe that's the way. Ego thought system... That stuff feels really bad. Living by that thought system my whole life hasn't really done me any favors. It's caused me a lot of problems. Even from a logical standpoint, it's like sometimes logical thinking thrown in helps a little bit. From a logical, rational standpoint, maybe it makes sense to try another way because the way I'm doing hasn't helped. So again, even a little logical, rational thinking sprinkled in can sometimes help us a bit. Because even from that even from that point of view... It's like, yeah, doesn't it make sense to maybe be open to another way? It's like, yeah, it does actually. And that's no spiritual hippy-dippy nothing. That's just look at old rational, logical thinking. So you have to be on, again, not monitoring every day, but if you were to look big picture in your life right now, if you had to, you know, assign a percentage or like a general assessment, are you more in ego thought system or are you more in spirit thought system? And a lot of you, you're like, you know what, if I'm honest, I'm really in ego thought system a lot of the time I've been learning a lot of stuff I study all this shit I can I feel like I can expertly talk about all sorts of spiritual topics and whatever but if I'm looking at am I really living this information am I really trying to be this way a lot of people will be like no not really and it's not a judgment it's not about beating yourself up or blaming yourself or being like well see all your problems it's your faults you're not trying hard enough it's none of that none of that helps but we have to be honest with ourselves because, again, if the crux of this personal growth transformation, this energetic transformation comes down to conscious choice, only we can make those choices. No one can do it for us. Yoga, meditation, all these other things that can boost our mood or make us feel better. Yeah, that's great. But at the end of the day, none of those external actions will can make us choose a certain way. 
only we can choose if I'm going to be which thought system I'm going to embrace and the thought system I'm going to try to make the thought system that runs my world. That's, you know, this, what, what, what do I want this filter to be made of? Ego thought system or spirit thought system? And every day, like I said, every day you have countless opportunities to choose. Something happens you don't like. You have an interaction with someone that's unpleasant. Something doesn't go as planned. Uh, whatever, some unexpected, pro whatever it is, you have countless opportunities to be like, okay, how am I going to think about this right now? And again, overall challenging times. Ego thoughts is somewhere. It's like, this sucks. I hate it. I want to fight against it and just wish it were a different way. And I'm going to like sit here and just kind of withdraw. Or a spirit thought system that's like, oh, opportunity, great. Um, opportunity for growth, opportunity for emotional exploration, opportunity to practice surrender, accepting what is, being in the moment. Because again, right, spirit thought system, that's always going to feel good. There's nothing that spirit would think or tell you that's like feels badly. Like I said, spirit would be like, you're perfect, you're great, and anything you think is wrong with you, you can fix it. It's all just emotional, mental shit that just needs to be explored. Whatever you don't like about yourself, you don't have to be that way. You can be a different way. You don't have to be angry or scared or anxious. Spirit's like, that's not in inherent in you, your being. That's just mental, emotional shit, again, that just needs to be worked through. You don't like your job, you can get a better job, no problem. You're having trouble with money, infinite abundance, you know. The universe provides, like, you can fix that, no problem. Your health, you're having a health issue, we can work on that, no problem. A lot of, a lot of emotional healing, do some emotional work, you'll feel a lot better, I promise you. Right, spirit sees no problems, it doesn't see anything that's unsolvable. It doesn't see you in the way evil mind sees you, which is like you're just this awful, terrible person. You have guilt and anger and fear and self-loathing. Spirit doesn't see you that way. doesn't see all of your quote-unquote flaws. Again, and all these flaws, a lot of them, that shit can be fixed. We can work on it. We don't have to, we don't have to continue being away. Like, for example, right now, if you feel like, well, I'm just an angry person or this type of person because that's how my mom is and I'm just like my mom, it's like, no. Yeah, a lot of that was learned from her probably, but is it in your DNA hard-coded? No, I don't think so. I don't believe that. Because again, spirit would be like any belief that makes you suggest that you can't, you know, empower yourself to make these changes. Spirit would be like, that's not true. Because why is it not true? Because it feels bad. Again, emotional guidance system. So, yeah, this is your crux of personal growth work. You have a choice between essentially two thought systems. Because your thoughts, really, your perception, like that's going to determine how you feel, right? Because again, every situation in itself is neutral. It's just something that's happening. We decide if it's good or bad or a problem or whatever. It's like, spirit's like, there's no problems. Everything's whatever. It just is. You decide what it means. There's a situation you don't really like right now. You want it to be different. Yeah, no problem. We can make it different. Like, let's, I can help you with that. Yeah, you're good. Don't worry about it. So yeah, ego, ego thought system, nothing good there. It's painful, it hurts. And I'll tell you something, as a conscious creator, LOA, manifesting type perspective, if you don't have a willingness to discard ego thought system, you're going to have a problem because those are not manifesting friendly beliefs. I'll tell you that. I'm sure you're already starting to see the way your mind thinks. And the more you learn, you're like, shit, like this is a big problem. 
I can't really think this way anymore. I can't respond to life this way anymore because then there's going to be no energetic transformation. There's going to be no new energy to get mirrored back in my experience. I, I can't change things until I change myself. And the, that, that, all of that inner change, that changing of the self, this is the crux of it is you have these two thought systems from which to choose. And it's like, you know, which one am I going to pick? You know, it's, it's a good, it's empowering. It's a good thing because it's all you. No one can make you pick a different one, the one that's not good for you. No one can make you think a certain way about something. No one can make you feel a certain way. It's all us. And there's a big responsibility there, and it might feel burdensome to her ego personality self. It's like, man, I'm going to do all that. That sucks. But it's a good thing, though, because you're, the ball's in your court always, and it's, it's a good thing, again, because you get to choose. Spirit thought system, there's a lot to offer there. It's a lot of good stuff there. A lot of stuff that feels good to think. Very powerful transformation there possible, and... Again, spirits, like, it's all good. You're all good. Everything's okay. You'll be fine. There's no problem here. It's a pretty nice way to think, right? So, yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. And for more content, products, and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.